The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's Monday, December 14th, and we are about to preview the Baltimore Ravens and Cleveland Browns football game on Monday night. Joining me to do so, the man, the myth, the legend, Mike McClure, Sportsline.com. By the way, go to Sportsline.com slash join and use promo code Mike. Is that right? Promo code Mike will get you there. $1 for your first month. $1 for your first month. You get all of Mike's picks. He's actually smashing on college basketball as well, too, if you want to uh, dive in on that, I believe. Right? Aren't you? Yeah, college basketball is a, uh, a very, very fun sport to bet. Um, a lot of little edges this year as their teams are playing without fans. That's a huge deal when you're talking about 18 to 20-year-old kids. Um, sure. Yeah, nice, nice edges in college basketball. It is. It is. It is, it is a simultaneously fun and painful game to, to bet on the, like, yes. you, you'll get some bad beats in college basketball, like stuff that you just, you know, we're got, anyway, we don't need to delve into that, but like guys, you know, they're like down 12 points with 30 seconds left and just fouling their faces off. And all of a sudden game flies over. Um, you don't see that in the world of professional football, but that's okay. So anyway, promo code Mike at sportsline.com slash join, get all of Mike's picks as well as picks from tons of other experts and a DFS optimizer as well as Mike's uh, DFS exposure, which you will want for Ravens and Browns. Ravens minus three at Cleveland. This line has moved substantially. It was, um, Ravens minus one or one and a half, uh, early on in the week. The over under 45 and a half. Baltimore seven and five straight up, six, five and one against the spread. Four and seven to the under. Cleveland nine and three straight up, five and seven against the spread, and seven and five uh, to the over. Any uh, any thoughts initially on this game itself? Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun on Twitter tonight. Two very controversial quarterbacks, really. Oh, you're right. At times, uh, so we're, we're going to have a lot of hot takes flying on Twitter. So I like that. Um, my initial look at the game is. I don't know that I can fully agree with all of the movement towards Baltimore based on how they've played the last few weeks. Um, I know that they're healthy tonight for the first time in a while. Um, still a tough, tough spot for them. I think the Cleveland Browns are – we're just so used to the Browns not being good, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that they're still a little better than we think. So my initial gut would be now that we've got the three points, I would certainly lean towards taking the three points more than laying them. By the way, it's crazy that Cleveland is nine and three straight up and only five and seven against the spread. 
Like that's that's insane. I, you would think if Cleveland has nine wins straight up, that they would have covered a bunch because typically Cleveland is undervalued. But I guess they've they played some tomato cans and they've been a good running team all year long. Uh, the one you know the one thing that I worry about a little bit is okay. So Baker Mayfield in prime time, I think he'll show up. I think he'll be invested in in putting up a big game. This is you know, if Cleveland wins this game, they crack open the door a little bit more to potentially winning the stealing the division. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. We talked about this on the recap pod, but if they went out and they topple Pittsburgh in in week 17 and the Steelers lose, uh, it is entirely possible. I, I, I think this is one of those games, Mike, where, and you, you, you alluded to it. It's, it's really hard to look at this game and just from, you know, if you use like a generic football brain, you know, you're like, I mean, how are the Browns going to beat the Ravens? You know, it just doesn't feel like the right. Browns should be able to beat the Ravens. But um, Kevin Stefanski has done a tremendous job scheming things up for this team. Uh, they use a ton of play action. They throttle the Titans. And the offense can get going. It's It, it, it had a few really bad weeks, but a lot of that was Cleveland weather. Um, you know, I just tend to worry a little bit about Baker against better defenses because he tends to make some mistakes there. Although it probably comes down to who, and this is simplified, it probably comes down to who wins the matchup of the, you know, the who wins the matchup of the interior Browns offensive line versus the interior Ravens defensive line. Because if they pressure Baker, he'll he'll fall apart, and I think the Ravens can run away with it. If Cleveland can hold up, then I think they can certainly be the aggressor on offense. Yeah, look, I mean, I think that this. Honestly, it's the Super Bowl for the Browns at this point. Like, they want this game badly. They understand that, like you mentioned, there is a chance they could steal this division. Um, I tend to think that the Browns are maybe not necessarily going to win that battle, but I don't think they're going to lose it. Uh, I think Baker's going to have just enough time. I think that, you know, we're going to see some trick plays from the Browns. We're going to see some very creative plays. They have a number of big playmakers on the field. Uh, It's just absolutely loaded at running back, obviously, with Chubb and Hunt. Um, and then you got Jarvis Landry out there. So I think that I think that it's going to come down to can they connect on the one or two, you know, Jarvis Landry pass plays, whatever it may be. Yeah, they're going to need a big play to win this game. Uh, I think that they're probably going to get it, um, but that that's what's going to come down to. They're, they're going to need one of those big, explosive 60, 70 yard plays if they're going to win this game. Do you think this is a good game for live betting in the sense that? Whoever gets a lead early on is probably going to be the team that get, gets in run mode, gets downhill, and just and puts it to the other team. Yeah, so the, the two things that I'll be looking for early will just be, again, that, that battle up front. Uh, how much time is Baker Mayfield going to have in the first few drives of the game? And then the Ravens coming out there, are they going to look to try and get Mark Andrews involved immediately or not? Uh, is Lamar able to throw the ball tonight or not? So those are things that we'll probably be able to tell in the first three possessions of the game, or at least have a little indication there. Uh, so if you're not comfortable with where the line is initially at, at you know, pregame here, I do think it's an opportunity that you can bet it in game. Yeah. And this is probably not a, a live, live game where you're, you're grabbing like stick Steelers, uh, bills on Sunday night. You could have grabbed plus money on both sides. I think this is one where. You probably need to identify which way the game is going. And it just doesn't feel like this is going to be a back and forth battle. These Browns Ravens games have tended the last two years, really, um, since Baker and Lamar started playing where it's, you know, we, we saw that game in Baltimore last year where the Browns just got up on them early, pounded the ball, broke off big plays with Chubb and it was over. And, and, and then the Ravens didn't lose another regular season game. Uh, and then this year in week one, 
Baltimore got up on them and just put it to the Browns. So it, it, I, I think, I think it probably goes in an extreme direction one way. So you sort of need to, if you want to, if you, like you say, if you're not comfortable betting it beforehand, maybe look towards a live line. Uh, John Harbaugh, by the way, is 15, nine and one against the spread, 21 and four straight up against Cleveland and nine, two and one on the road against the spread in Cleveland, 10 and two straight up. So that is. Uh, pretty, pretty good against the, uh, the Cleveland Browns. I think they're a little different this year. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk prop bets and, uh, some DFS stuff. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Okay, so the first thing I looked at when um, – and I'm going to ask you this right off the bat because if it, I want to get it in if it's uh, – if it's, if you think it, if you think it checks out, uh, the JK Dobbins rush yard prop, it was, it's 45 and a half at William Hill. That's the wrong number. It's absolutely the wrong number. It's, it's, I've got it at 50, I think it's 51 and a half. It's already climbed up to on, uh, on my local, a uh, 50 and a half, excuse me. I don't even mind that. If you look at the last five running backs, Duke Johnson ran for 54 yards against the Browns. Duke Johnson. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't run the ball and he ran for 54 yards against the Browns. Um, we saw the, uh, Miles Sanders got there. He had 66 rushing yards on 16 carries against the Browns. Uh, James Robinson went nuts against the Browns with 22 carries for 128 yards. And even Derek Henry in a, what was basically a blowout game where they wouldn't be using Henry still got there, uh, rushing the ball. Let's see. What do you have? It's 15 times for 60 yards. So I know that, you know, Dobbins is splitting carries with Ingram and Gus Edwards, and they're two weeks removed from the COVID list. But I still feel like given his snap share, and it was down to 38% uh, of the snaps against the Cowboys, but that was a blowout victory, and he had 11 carries for 71 yards. I mean, he he hadn't been below 40 prior to that uh, until like week five against the Bengals. I feel like he's just going to get 15 carries and he's going to rush for 60 yards, and that's kind of the worst case. Am I crazy? Uh, not crazy. I think you're overstating it just a little bit in okay. the sense that uh, I, I don't think that – I would be shocked if he got up to 15 carries. Um, okay. I, I'm projecting it around 11 and a half, so right between 11 and 12, Okay. Um, which is my only cause for concern there. Uh, my number on it is 55, so okay. I would certainly be playing it at, at the point that you've got it there at William Hill right now. Um I, I look, he's got a ton of upside, definitely can burst a big run at any time. My concern is simply the fact that they have all three of them. Uh, Gus Edwards is there. Mark Ingram is there. Mark Andrews is back. Um, it, it does open up the run theoretically a little more if they can throw the ball over the middle to Mark Andrews. Um, it, it's just one of those where I could see you, you're going to need a 25 plus yard run from Dobbins, I think, to like really feel safe. Okay. About it. Um, as of right now, though, at that number, you know, anything below, say, 48, I would play it right now, um, as I do think it's going to probably – the market's probably going to settle around 50.5 to 51 uh, by the time the game kicks. Okay. Um, I got – I see uh, Ingram 
at, uh, what did I see Ingram at? 19 and a half rushing yards and Gus Edwards 31 and a half. J.K. Dobbins already up to 46 and a half on, uh, William Hill. So if you're betting on William Hill, wherever you're betting, uh, I would get that now because I think that number is going to get to 50 and a half and, and, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe, I don't, I don't know if there's value on the under at 50 and a half. Uh, you know, like you said, yeah. Probably not. It's probably a, uh, I'll play it up to basically 50. And then after that, I would need it to get to 60 to really feel comfortable, you know, okay. towards the under. Um, any, uh, any interest in either Edwards or Ingram at those fairly reduced numbers? Um, if I had to, so I think the Ingram number is very efficient. I've got him at 20 and a half. Um, I yes. do have about five yards to the under on Gus Edwards. Ooh, all right, interesting. So you actually, all right, so you don't love you don't love those options. What uh, what sort of props would you be looking at then? Uh, I think that there's a couple that we we can look at. Uh, actually, as crazy as it sounds, Baker Mayfield under on passing. I don't think at that's two seventeen. Are you being sarcastic? I don't think that's crazy. No, I, 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 I like it a lot. Baker Mayfield under passing yards is always in play. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I like that. I like that a lot here. I think that, uh, we're going to see some trick plays. We're going to see a lot of, uh, they're going to attempt to run the ball with Chubb. Um, so I, I definitely like the under on Baker Mayfield passing yards. Okay. And so you see, you see 217 on, uh, on William Hill for Baker? Yes. Okay. I believe that's what it is there. Yeah. 217 and a half. And, uh, you would go under. How, how low would you play that? Because those, that's a low number anyway, but those numbers tend to plummet precipitously when people start hammering them. Uh, I, I would play it under 210 to 212. Okay. Um, I, I like 210. I mean, that's, you're, you're basically there in that, the pathway for that is pretty simple. Like you said, they want to run the ball. They're going to use other guys in the passing game. They are not going to try and take shots down the field and they're not going to try and make Baker Mayfield throw the ball a bunch against a good defense because that's where you get in trouble. Um, exactly. the only route where that gets a, I think you lose this. Like easily, easily lose it is if Baltimore hits a, bu- a couple big plays early and they're just ch- and, and Cleveland's yep. chasing points. But we've all we've seen it. We saw him get pulled against the Steelers. He was injured, of course, but I mean, you know, where it's just like, all right, like this is just we need to get him out of here for his own sake. Um, any other props to stand out to you? Um, the, let's see. I need to look at the the number on some of the receiving yards. If you do you have a couple of them in front of you, you want to yeah. read off to me and I can give you my number on the players. I got a uh, Jarvis. You want a, uh, you want Browns or Ravens? Uh, either way. All right. Uh, Jarvis Landry, 59 and a half. So I've got about four yard edge on that one. Uh, I got him at 63 is my number. It's not enough for me at that number to play it. Um, if I wanted action on it, I would certainly lean towards the over there, but uh, for a receiver like that, with that number at that point, that's not enough for me to, to pull the trigger on it. Uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, the two running backs. Kareem Hunt is 14 and a half and Chubb is six and a half receiving yards. Chubb. Okay. I got Chubb. I would definitely lean over on that. That's essentially you're, you're looking for one pass there. One I t- have him at 10. Um, Kareem Hunt, I only have at 17. Okay. So I, uh, I would be more interested in the Chubb pl- in the Chubb uh, over there just because it's one play. Okay. Uh, Rashad Higgins is 40 and a half. I don't actually see a number for Austin Hooper on here, but we have Rashad Higgins at, uh, what did I say, 40 and a half, and then Donovan, Donovan People Jones at 23 and a half. So I, on Higgins, I would lean over. Uh, I have about seven yards there. I think it's close that uh, if I wanted to play a Browns wide receiver there, I think that Higgins would be the overplay that I would be most comfortable making. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, for the, I don't, 
Uh, this is a mild complaint about um, William Hill. I don't like how they split up the teams on the receiving yards. I wish they would just put all the receiving yards. Right. Uh, but you know, they can take that up with customer service, I guess. So looking for here, Marquise Brown. All right. Marquise Brown, 42 and a half. Devin Duvernay, 22 and a half. Willie Sneed, 30 and a half. And Mark Andrews, 45 and a half. All right. Uh, I don't have edges anywhere other than Devin Duvernay under, um, Mm -hmm. I, which makes me incredibly nervous because it's one play and he's absolutely electric if he does get the ball in his hands. Yes, he is. Uh, but having really Sneed back, Miles Boykin is still going to be in the rotation there. I think that uh, – and obviously Mark Andrews. Oh, Boykin's 11 and a half too if I didn't read that one. Yeah, so I, I would lean over on Boykin and under on DuVernay at those two numbers. But right. um, they, they just – they haven't – as much as I've wanted them to, they have not – been willing to throw the ball to Devin Duvernay. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, he's an elite athlete. He's incredibly fast. Um, so I'm very nervous about it, always betting, and especially an under at that point. Um, but I, I do think it's the right play considering what we've seen from them and the personnel that they're going to have available tonight. All right, well, let's talk about DFS. So I'm guessing you're not looking towards Devin uh, Duvernay as a uh, as a captain spot here. Anybody uh, stand out to you as your as a top choice, or do you have a, a, any? By the way, any lottery props? Um, anything? Uh, you know, we, we don't want to worry about that. Uh, I'll we'll throw out a first touchdown score somewhere on Twitter or something like that. Uh, anybody when you when you look at DFS, um, is it is it a Lamar? Are you going Are you going running back? Are you going Lamar at captain? What are you thinking here? So the top two captains for sure are going to be Lamar Jackson and Nick Chubb. Uh, both of those two guys are going to have the highest probabilities of having the, the top score or being the top value on the slate. Um, obviously, Lamar, for obvious reasons, has that rushing floor and it gets the passing the points for, as the quarterback. Uh, but I'll have a lot of Nick Chubb. Those two guys will probably end up taking 40%, 45% of my wow. captain's okay. exposure. Um, and then we're going to see a lot of mid range. Um, so in this six to eight percent range, we're going to have Baker Mayfield, Landry, Dobbins, Mark Andrews, um, and then down maybe four percent. I'll have Kareem Hunt, Marquise Brown. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb at the top, and then a lot of equal exposure to all those what I would call fringe captain plays, which will be. Again, Landry, uh, Andrews, Dobbins, all those guys. Uh, anybody stand out as value to you? It's kind of tough to find. I mean, you know, Justice Hill, nine hundred bucks, but you know, it, he just doesn't see the snaps when you've, they've got the other three guys out there. James Prochet, three hundred bucks again. You know, probably not going to see a ton of action. Uh, yeesh, there's not. You know, the cheap guys, Devarney, who we mentioned, twenty four hundred is expensive. Miles Boykin at thirty three hundred is not bad. Andrews, forty two hundred. There's this is a this is an interesting slate in the sense that there's not that that clear cut I don't unless I'm missing it not that clear cut dirt cheap guy where you can unlock everything is there not no not really um, I, I think that what you're going to see is we're going to end up having a lot of Cody Parkey lineups tonight uh, mm. thirty four hundred bucks in the middle there uh, this is a definitely a spot where we could see some field goals. Um, at 3,400, like I said, there's a severe lack of value. So we're going to see a lot uh, of Justin Tucker, Cody Parkey. Um, I will have a little bit of Miles Boykin in there, but not, you know, Luke Wilson potentially, I think is an interesting punt with Mark Andrews back. 
Hmm. Um, I think that there, there's, you know, there's a scenario in which he still sees the field a decent amount. And it's something you have to condition yourself to when you're playing showdown slate DFS is when we play a guy like Luke Wilson, we, we need one decent catch, right? Right. We don't need him on the field for 60% of the snaps. Literally 10, 12% of the snaps is fine as long as, as we're getting one to two targets here. Okay. So that, that's just something you have to condition yourself to. But it, value is uh, relatively tough on this slate. We don't, we, don't, we don't have the obvious $200 or $500 play on this slate, unfortunately. Yeah, it does seem, though, even with – I mean, if you want to go with – like if you went Lamar Jackson, Chubb, Dobbins, you could throw the Ravens defense in there as well. You could go Tucker and Cody Parkey. And you're you're leaving twenty three hundred on the on the on the floor. And if you wanted to ditch the uh, the Ravens defense, you could also, uh, I mean, you could force Rashad Higgins in there and have five hundred left over. Willie Sneed is available. Gus Edwards, uh, you know, Harrison Bryant. There's it's it's very it, it's it's very easy to get every to get all the pieces you want in there if you toss in one kicker or one defense. So you just really have to be right about which kicker goes off or which defense goes off. And it does feel like it could be a low-scoring game, you know, just because of – I mean, you could see a bunch of jailbreaks, but it does feel like these teams run so much that maybe we don't see a ton of points. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's like I said, the, the kickers are firmly in play there. Um, okay. You know, like I have both kickers projected to outscore Harrison Bryant, Willie Sneed, uh, very wow. similar medium projection to Rashad Higgins. Um, you know, it, we don't want it to happen right, but – there's a really good chance that one of the kickers outscores Marquise Brown, right? Um, like it, it, we don't want it to happen. Great chance, but I mean, there's a great chance that, that that's going to happen in this game. Um, I mean, I've been I've I've been playing Marquise Brown for 14 freaking weeks now. There's a great chance it happens. I'm trying to look at um. I thought I did. I see that there was. Let me just double check something. This is this may be this may be an important factor. Um, let's see. When tonight. All right. Ooh, it's going to be in the, this wind is going to be in the 19 mile an hour range around 8 p.m. Wow. That's a, it's 24 miles an hour in Cleveland right now. That is a, that's a pretty, that's a good, keep an eye on the wind. There's a ton of wind. You're, you're definitely going to want running guys in, uh, in DFS and you're probably going to want to play that under. All right. Um, could have that off the top, whatever. Uh, all right. Mike, as always, a pleasure, buddy. Thanks for, uh, thanks for doing it. Let's go, uh, cash some lineups. Let's do it. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.